So friends, today, what we're going to talk about is one that's kind of fun, and it's an interesting perspective, which is answering this question, what accomplishes more, love or anger? And as we look at that, what accomplishes more, love or anger, I want to come at it from this way. You know, first off, there are times where anger is totally appropriate, and and those times are few and far between, but there are times for that. And when we look at this question, what accomplishes more, love or anger, it's interesting because I believe that for most of us, we would really get, yeah, nine times out of 10, hop right to love, hop right to love. And, and you think about it this way, out of, in your life, you think about your most cringeworthy moments and the moments where you felt like, yep, I was sort of at my best there, or, or that really felt right. Probably most of our cringeworthy moments have to deal with a time where we were angry and we shouldn't have been, or we lost our cool, or we end up looking silly because we were so upset. And, and a lot of the moments where we felt like we were at our best were moments of deep love. And why is that? Well, that's because it's how we're created. Like we're created to be these, these forms of love. And so we're not that, and we're kind of ego-driven and, and, and angry, it doesn't work so well. Now, here's an interesting twist for today. So, so there's, a, there's an idea here, right, of, of as Swedenborg talks about, that, that faith, that, that this faith we want to create in our lives, this deep trust of God and, and this deep way of seeing. Faith is much more way of seeing than just a belief. You can see this week's blog on that. And it can grow kind of from two geniuses. Uh, one genius, and think of it like genius and species, like a biological term. One genius sort of way to do that is is by being deeply loving. And some people are extremely loving and that builds their faith. So the faith and love sort of be fun. And another are those people who are very generous around serving. So, so that's another way. And I, there's all kinds of like interplay between those, but it's interesting, you know, from a Christian church perspective, it's not faith built by, built by a bunch of belief statements. The beliefs are important. It's faith built by either this deeply loving orientation or this orientation around service, generous service. And then it takes it one step further. And this was one that really struck me this morning, you know, getting ready for today. It talks about attitudes of humility that are, listen to this, right? Our perspective on love is directly tied to our attitude around humility. That's immense. And that's something that just had my head spinning, you know, and it's still spinning (laughs) right now. Like, wow. So, so loving people have a certain core humility to them. It doesn't mean they think less of themselves. Thing we don't think less about less of ourselves. We think less about ourselves. They have this core humility that really is able to love because it's able to. It's it's not it's not um it's not co-opted by the need to be right. It's 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 really trying to understand other people as best they can. And then to move forward, it's it's and it's not about then say we don't take stands like people do really take stands. They take stands a lot, but they just come different. Oh, my goodness. So so I think that's where we have to think. What's our attitude of humility? Like, how do we approach humility? And if we find that, yeah, we'd love a little bit more love in our lives. Maybe we need to look at that humility part, you know, just that that humbling ourselves a little bit. And I, how that looks, you know, I think that's probably a very individual question, but it's one worth asking. And, and what will that allow for? Well, it allows us to accomplish more with love than we ever could accomplish with anger. You know, a, a simple example, imagine having a, a dust up with one of your kids and as, as will happen if you are a parent, 
you know, dust up with one of your kids and, and do something inappropriate. And you know, you're totally right. And, and so you launch into it, you launch into a big lecture, a big shaming thing. Very few parents feel good about that in the long run. And I imagine most of us have done it at least once. And if you're like me, more than once, and we regret it. So, so you think about something like that. What if we just had a different attitude of humility here? So here's this, here's this, here's this child doing this thing, and we're really upset about it. We're really gonna like, I gotta set them straight. What if we just took a minute or even a few seconds and just tried to adjust our attitude of humility? And instead of coming out like a full fire hose, this is what's right, this is how you do it, take a minute to just seek to understand where they're coming from. That doesn't mean there aren't consequences. That doesn't mean that there may not even be a bit of upset at, at the child. But but it means we're coming from a humility, like help me to understand what you were thinking when that happened. Because this is how I saw it. I, I need to understand how you saw it because there's there's gonna be there's gonna be implications to this. And this this isn't a way to like choose to forward into the future. That that basic humility, folks, I think you can see where that starts to allow love to win more than anger. Because anger always has this immediacy. Anger always has this right awayness. Anger always has this, this upsetness about it. And uh, we need we need to do better. We need to do better than that. <laughs> I think we can. And I think that's where that's where humility comes in. So for today, let's just think about that fascinating connection between love and humility and how the two, the two might actually go together in ways that are incredibly um yeah incredibly powerful so friends that's what i that's what i got for today again my my apologies with that little glitch on the uh on the muting unfortunately i flipped screens and it went back to mute so my bad on that but hopefully you stayed with long enough to get this little get this little thought for today and um yeah, now what we're going to do is we're going to do a little prayer, a little blessing, and then we'll uh, we'll say hi to folks on social media. For those of you joining us the first time, we'll be that via New Church Live's Facebook page. So with that, friends, let's let's get a little breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debts. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, and bring you home. Amen. So, folks, that's the that's the thought for today. I, I hope that makes sense. I hope that's helpful. Again, my apologies for the little muting problem there. Um, but hopefully you stuck with it. Obviously, some of you <laughs> didn't got the message, Marcus. Thank you for giving me the little phone call reminder that I didn't have the sound on. And uh, yeah, just wishing you folks all the best, just thinking about how love and humility go together. Take care, friends. Bye-bye.